This is episode 457 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, Overcoming Prepper Stereotypes. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Audible. Hey, Audible books were one of the inspirations for this podcast. I purposely don't add bumper music to the podcast because I want it to feel more like an audiobook that just starts and provides value. I love to learn and grow through audiobooks and Audible makes that so easy. So if you're not a member of Audible, you can join for free for 30 days and start your Audible journey with two free audiobooks. The great thing about Audible is that you can cancel at any time and you keep the books that you have already downloaded. So for more information, click the link in the show notes or go to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com forward slash Audible. All right, everyone, before I jump into the podcast, I just want to say you know, things are crazy like over in France. and Actually, things are crazy all over the place, right? But uh, if you have been on social media, maybe you've seen some of the pictures on Twitter or some of the video. I mean, you don't see it everywhere, but uh, definitely the mainstream media doesn't always report everything. But there's some pretty severe stuff, severe, severe stuff, severe things going on over there. And one of the reasons why that's important is because when things go on like a whole nation over there, that tends to send ripple effects. And so when we talk about being prepped and aware, you know, there's some people out there in preparedness that will say, hey, just, you know, mind your business, get your stuff done, take care of yourself. But I think it's smart to pay attention to what's going on, you know, around the world. I don't think that should, you know, you should fear. I don't think you should, you know, totally engulf yourself in, in geopolitical, you know, uh, news and all that kind of stuff because you could spend all day long in front of the computer looking at all that kind of stuff. But I think it's important to be aware of the big things that are going on around the world, right? And so that's one reason why I like the weekly Watchmen that I put out every every Monday, every Tuesday, right? Uh, I put that out on uh, Ed That Matters and it's a collection of prophecy teachers. But what they do is they're talking about Things, current events that are not necessarily talked about in the mainstream media, definitely not in the mainstream media, and a lot of the times not in alternative news. And so you get a lot of information in these, you know, in these uh, videos that they do, right? And sometimes they are, they're like done in front of a congregation. Sometimes they're done in front of just a, a video camera and or uh, a laptop or whatever, and they just go for it from there. But anyway, I think that's important. So if you don't do a lot of news and maybe you're like, Todd, I don't even know where to start, that would be a good place to start. So I'm going to link to it in the show notes if you if you want to go over there. A lot of the times I listen to YouTube. I guess it kind of depends on the data plan that you have on your smartphone. But uh, I listen to a lot of the YouTube videos when I'm driving in the vehicle, in, in my car or whatever. And then, you know, even when I'm getting ready in the morning, right? And so if you don't have Wi-Fi access, if you can do that, that would be, or if you don't have a lot, a big data plan is what I'm trying to say, where you can you know, listen or listen to YouTube videos while you're out there driving around or going to work, you know, when you're getting ready, things like that. When I'm cooking breakfast, I'm, I'm listening to those and using my, my home Wi-Fi 
to be able to do that. So anyway, I think that's very valuable. Like I said, I'm going to link to it in the show notes. And so if you are interested in what's going on there, current events, you know, go go hit that. I Again, I release that every Tuesday or let me say every Monday, Monday evening, usually Monday, Tuesday, depending on time and how crazy you know life is for me. I try to do that every Monday, Tuesday on Ed That Matters. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into our article of the podcast. It comes to us from BackdoorSurvival.com. And this is... Uh, this is kind of a funny, um, a funny article, but sometimes it might hit a little close to home for some people. I don't know. But the title is Overcoming Prepper Stereotypes. And so Samantha, who writes a lot over there, almost exclusively at Backdoor Survival, has done a good job of putting this article together and just to get you thinking. And so I'm going to go ahead and read it and then I'll come back with some thoughts at the end. Prepping is a popular term, but it really just means thinking ahead and planning. This is not so different than the way people had to live a few generations ago. Stores were further apart and not open 24 hours a day. There was no super fast shipping, and if you wanted something out of season, then you better have canned it, dried it, or smoked it the season before. Preparing for the coming winter was a major survival advantage in the past. If you lived in some climates and wanted to thrive, then you had to think ahead because one bad winter could mean starvation. So Backdoor Survival has a diverse group of readers. Some of you may have been prepping for years, and some may still be thinking about what you want to do. My intention with this post is to point out and find some humor and common ground when dealing with a variety of stereotypes within the prepping community. I have definitely found myself thrown into some of these categories at different times in my life. All right, so I said I was going to comment at the very end, but I do want to comment Uh, quickly here because that paragraph um, really struck me and that was one of the reasons why I decided to read this uh, this article on the podcast because I know I have heard from a lot of people that that don't go over to prepper website they don't have time to go to prepper website life is busy they don't have time to do a lot of reading but they do listen to the podcast and there's a lot of people that have started into preparedness because of the podcast because of maybe they go and they they're looking for a certain topic and they search a certain topic and you know one of the episodes for for the prepper website podcast pops up and they click it and they start listening to it and then they subscribe to it and by the way if you haven't subscribed and you're listening you got to subscribe so that way you never you never miss another great episode right but there's a lot of people out there that maybe they're turned on to preparedness they just they're starting out and i hear that all the time you know there there we are split almost 50-50 with people who've been prepping for a while and people who are fairly new and so a lot of the times we come into preparedness and it is very you, the stereotype, you know, people think doomsday preppers and that is still a big, you know, that show has been off the air for a couple of years and that is still a big search term. People still f- look for that, right? And people still, when they talk about preppers, they still categorize people, you know, with that doomsday prepper, you know, quotation marks, right? It's like, hey, these are doomsday preppers. But there are people that prep for so many different reasons. And again, so if you are you are new to preparedness, really, you know, this article is for you. So you can realize that there are so many different types of people that prep. And if you've been prepping for a while, kind of like what Samantha said here, you might have found yourself in some of these different categories at one time or another. You might find yourself coming in and out of some of them, depending on what season of life you're in. All right, so let's go ahead and jump in. The first one is the homesteader. 
A lot of people dream about homesteading. The idea is to live simply, maybe build a house or fix up an older, more affordable house picked up with a lot of scrutiny. Homesteaders often keep livestock and start small gardens. Sometimes this goes slowly and sometimes people go into it way too fast. Homesteaders can be any age, but they are often 30s to older, those that are younger and rarer, but become less so. The next type is the tin hat stereotype. And there's a couple of great pictures in here and even some pictures with Samantha that I think you might want to come on over and check out uh, on, on the actual um, article. But uh, this one says, I really dislike this one because it is so often used to discredit anyone that wants to prepare for any future disaster. They are thrown in with the conspiracy theorists. It encourages people to envision all preppers as people running around with lots of superstition and constantly worried about a disaster and not caring for anything but prepping and worrying about the end of the world. The next group is the militia stereotype. Not all preppers are incredibly militant, but some get it in their heads that they are. Militias were a big part of the USA's past. While there are still militia groups out there, a lot of people automatically think that those that believe in the Constitution and have firearms and believe they are necessary to keep things in check are crazy and waiting to overthrow the government. Then what about the conspiracy theory everywhere stereotypes? A lot of people read all kinds of things and find it interesting to discuss them. Sure, there are a lot of conspiracy theories out there, but at the same time, we need to keep in mind that this term is used to discredit a lot of arguments that challenge someone else's viewpoint. All you have to do is call something a conspiracy theory and it will at least make a lot of people pause and be more suspicious of the viewpoint. This is yet another divide and conquer tactic that makes for good play in the news or anytime someone wants to create a stir. Now, there is no question that there are a lot of theories out there that make no sense and have no basis. I just ask you to make that call by using your own logic and common sense rather than just completely ignoring something due to a label that gets thrown around way too easily. Now, a lot of people call everything that Alex Jones publishes a conspiracy theory or fake news, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have an audience on both sides. Just because someone reads a specific person's site doesn't mean they agree with anything that person says. So here's a fact. Prepping doesn't have to involve guns. While I think that a firearm is a good idea, not all preppers are firearm enthusiasts. I get the impression more are than not, but the stereotype of preppers all having stockpiles of dozens of guns and thousands of rounds of ammo can be harmful and stokes the fear in those that do not know any better. I have run into people with the ridiculous idea that preppers are secretly waiting around for an uprising against the government. It is hard to convince them otherwise regardless of what you say. Personally, I would say that people that prep want to be left alone and allowed to lead a peaceful life and take care of their loved ones. If anything, they are concerned that they may be harassed by the government and do what they can to avoid any inter interaction. All right, so I believe that one was tied in with the conspiracy theorists because a lot of people talk about, you know, overthrowing the government or whatever, you know, and the government's out to get you. So I think that's part of part of that one there. The next one is the I am all about my faith stereotype. While religion may be a big part of your life, it can be off-putting to others if you are too open about it too soon. Preppers that automatically try to talk too much about faith can drive others away. 
A gentle approach is best for not scaring people or making them put up their guard immediately. Faith is important to a lot of people, but it can make others very suspicious at times. There is a stereotype that those that are religious are going to be very judgmental. Even if you are not that type, there are a lot of people out there that have experienced the judgment of various religious beliefs and have a hard time realizing that not everyone that goes to services is judging them harshly or thinks that they are going to a very bad place. Now pick the right time to talk about your faith and you will get a, you will get further than if you are over the top the first time you have a conversation with someone. I am not trying to talk down about religion, but rather create a better understanding of how it can be perceived if approached in a certain way. First, conversations are so important to future dialogue and friendships. At the same time, there are plenty of preppers out there that do not actively practice any faith at all, but just by being called a prepper, there may be the assumption that they do. All right, so I'm going to come back to talk about that one at the end. All right, so stay calm and don't lose your temper. It is hard to not feel insulated or attacked when someone makes negative comments or uses choice descriptions even jokingly. Laugh it off a bit. Don't fuel the anger and hate because it doesn't really accomplish anything and often reinforces negative stereotypes for both parties. I just really wish people could give each other a chance without all the hateful hollering. I can disagree with you on 99% of everything, but I still think you have as much right to your opinion as me. I don't think yelling or attacking someone for expressing their view is okay. Look at both sides, make your case, and realize that some people will never agree with you no matter what, and that is okay. Help others learn. Oh my, there is so much to learn when it comes to being more self-sufficient and prepared. I learn something new pretty often despite all the things Matt and I did when we were a bit younger. While we learned from a few, we had to figure out a lot on our own and through trial and error sometimes. No two homesteads are exactly alike and it can be hard to anticipate everything or know your land like you do after a few years. Sharing how to do things with others can lead to you learning something from them too. A lot of younger people would like to learn but they don't have adults in their lives to show them how to do things. I had to learn a lot of things like cooking on my own because people were so afraid I would mess up their cooking they wouldn't let me participate. A life can be hectic, but take the time to help others learn if you can, and despite the differences you may have. It is not necessary to be just like everyone you hang out with or learn skills with. In fact, it is not healthy to only be able to handle being around those that are too much like you all the time and never talk or interact in a civil manner with anyone else. All right, so the next heading here is divide and conquer equals ruination. One time, when there was hard times within the family while I was still in college and Matt was graduated and working until we went to Alaska, my mother-in-law Sally looked directly at me and held up a pencil. She said to see this one pencil is one of us. It can be broken pretty easily. Then she held up a bundle and said, but altogether we can't break. I remember that because it is applicable to a lot of life. The extreme division that is happening in the USA holds us back. Sometimes it seems like people want to be outraged all the time. There's no middle ground. All right, so the next stereotype is the millennial crazy liberal prepper stereotype. Unfortunately, younger preppers get classified as weak, snowflakes, or whiny even before they open their mouths. I have been thrown into this category regardless of what I write or in my actions. Just for reference, I am 35 years old. 
You can be judged strictly on appearance. People put words in my mouth even once in a while. There will be times when I am told I said something that I did not. This is the time when I have to write back. People hear and read what they want to hear and it causes trouble. Be careful before you judge based on age, appearance, or gender. So Samantha has some more text here and then I guess based on her pictures because she has a, a couple of different pictures and each picture would give you maybe a possibly a different idea of who she is, right? So she says, at this point, a lot of you have seen me in all types of pictures, but what if you had to judge me just based on these three photos below and nothing else? So she's got a couple of different pictures where she's kind of just looking into, I don't know, I don't know, is that the scary Samantha? I don't know. And then she's got one where she's uh, in the kitchen cooking and she's smiling. And then she has one where she's just kind of sitting in a chair, kind of like looking at the camera, right? And so, you know, what would you think, you know, based off of those, it's the same person. It's just three different, three different pictures. What would you, you know, what would you come up with, you know, in, in your, in your stereotypes when you, when you look at that? And that's the point there. And then, uh, the chappy stereotype. So, um, I don't know how many of you are King of the Hill fans, but I remember that when Hank goes to buy a Christmas tree, the fellow selling it is Chappie, who is obviously a Paul Bunyan type figure. Chappie does everything himself. He renders his own lard and he does every small step he can to be self-sufficient. He is the fellow that lives by himself and rarely comes out to interact with others. And just because someone is trying out living off to themselves doesn't mean they all have Chappie's attitude. Heck, I lived this way myself for a while, although it was with Matt, not alone. Now, here is the interior of our living quarters with no indoor plumbing and very limited power. Our water was accessed from a spigot 300 feet away. And yes, we raised pigs and rendered lard. And so there's uh, pictures of their, I guess that's uh, maybe an RV that uh, that you can look at here. Well, here, here's an explanation. These pictures are from around 2009, 2010. Now we have a mortgage-free house and a, fr and a few acres of grapes. Sometimes living like a chappie means someone is trying to reach a long-term goal and use their resources the best they can. If we had paid rent somewhere and not lived on the property, we would not have been able to build our home or be around to work on it whenever we had some time and supplies. We also managed to eat good and save money at the grocery store, raising and butchering our own meats. The animals helped clear the land some too. So a couple of pictures there. Prepping can bring people together because it's a common ground. Everyone needs food, water, shelter, medical care, etc. Sometimes greater understanding is really about finding and focusing on the things we have in common instead of focusing on differences that divide and create conflict. All right, so great article here. And just to get us thinking a little bit that not everybody believes the same that we do. Right. It's very easy to get, you know, locked into having one mindset. And, uh, you know, I, from the very beginning on Prepper website, when I would link, I just made it a point that I was going to link to preparedness content. And I wasn't going to necessarily care about who the person was or, you know, their religious beliefs. Um, there was one there was one uh, website at the very, very beginning. And they they. They're not around anymore. I mean, they, they weren't around very long at all. And uh, I kind of refused to uh, to work with them. Uh, just, you know, I had, I had some reasons there. And then websites that would copy content 
from other people um, and without permission, I wouldn't work with them. But for for all, everybody else, for all sakes and purposes, I shared everybody's content, you know, regardless. If it was preparedness content, it was there. Now, I want to go back to the religious thing because religion is very important to me. And you know that there's a lot of Christians probably listening to this podcast. And I hear from you a lot. And there's other people that there are not. You know, I've, I've had reviews where people like, you know, sometimes I'm not, I don't believe the same way you believe, or I don't believe in, you know, the your your faith or whatever, but I do appreciate the preparedness content. Now, sometimes we have stereotypes. And again, talking about the faith, sometimes we have stereotypes or sometimes we move in one direction or the other because people, you know, p- p- kind of push us that way, right? And so let me give you an example. Now, th- this is one example, but at the same time, I would always talk about my faith because I believe that that is the answer. I mean, the whole reason I got into preparedness, the whole reason I started Prepper website was because I, th- I w- it was a spiritual thing for me. And so I really f- feel like I, w- I was supposed to help people out there prepare. So it's kind of a mission for me, and I, I don't hesitate to talk about my faith at all. That's one thing that I don't want, you know, I, I don't throw it in your face and like, hey, you're going to die and go to hell if you don't, if you don't prepare. And, you know, you know, uh, definitely I don't want, I don't want to ever be like that. I do believe that Jesus is the only answer. So you have it that way, but I'm never going to turn anyone away from, from preparedness or, uh, understanding the need to be prepared. But I'll tell you that there are some times where people kind of almost push you to be a little bit more extreme. And I'll tell you why. So like I have written articles before where people will tell me, well, they'll send me an email and they will say, uh, you got to stop this religious crap, blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't come to prepper website for religion or for faith, you know, and if you continue to, you know, link to articles or you continue to write articles like this, I'm not going to come anymore. Right. And I'm like, okay, see ya. Right. And so that kind of thing pushes me a little bit more like, oh, really? Okay. Well then let me, let me link to another faith article or whatever, because I mean, you know, no one is going to threaten. I'm I'm not going to ever feel threatened to not talk about my faith because I'm scared that people are not going to read the articles or listen to the podcast or anything like that. And so sometimes people's actions cause other people to be extreme, right? And so, you know, you have a conspiracy idea and people just poo-poo all over it. And that might cause you to, to go even further into that conspiracy. I know that there are people who believe in homestead, homesteading, and they look down on people that prepare. I mean, let's be honest. There are people out there who are homesteaders or they believe in homesteading and they look down at preppers at, as fake homesteaders or wannabe homesteaders or whatever. And so sometimes views that people have out there can easily push us to extremes. And so, again, that's why, you know, I've had people threaten not to come to Ed That Matters anymore because I would post a, a faith-based prepping article or whatever. And so it's like, okay, hey, see ya. You know, I, I'd rather do what I feel like I need to do and, uh, you know, be pleasing to the Lord than to worry about one person who's not going to come to my website because it was it was a faith-based article. So, you know, that's one reason why I don't shy away from that. And, and I'm, I wouldn't. And, but at the same time, I don't try to pressure anybody as well. 
I do believe that Jesus is the answer, and I'm going to tell you that, and I will say that over and over and over again. But as far as your faith, that is a personal decision that you need to make. I can't make that for you. I can't force that decision on you. That is a decision that you have to make. As long as well as all the other decisions here, you know, about preparedness, uh, all the other things that we need to divide or divide. I'm looking, I'm reading the article at the same time as I'm talking. All the other things that we need to consider that are preparedness related. There are just so many things that we need to consider. So hopefully this will give you a little bit of uh, food for thought out there, right? So some of you are, like I said, new to preparedness. Some of you are have been in preparedness for a while. And you, like I said earlier, you might have found yourself coming in and out of some of these things. Like you might have tried homesteading, tried homesteading at one point, And then maybe you like you drifted into conspiracy theories at one point, and And maybe you have been the person that like, hey, you know, I'm going to be into firearms a little bit more. You know, one of the stereotypes here that she didn't touch on is gardening you're like you're like people like hey we're preppers we're gardeners and that's it you know and so that's uh, i always talk about that gardening and firearms are the gateway drugs to preparedness i still believe that but uh, you know that that's another stereotype that's out there so you might have found yourself you know coming in and out of some of those stereotypes at some point and if you're new then you know it's like hey you understand that preparedness is this great big world, right? And it encompasses a bunch of different people. People come to preparedness for a bunch of different reasons. But when it boils down to it, I love what she said at the very, very end of this article uh, that she said here. So let me scroll back to it. We all need food, water, shelter, medical care. You know, we all need relationships. We all need people to depend on. All those things, we all have that in common. And when it boils down to it, you know, when I think about, you know, I don't know why I'm thinking about The Walking Dead right now, but when you think about The Walking Dead, usually people came together, you know, from different walks of life and there were all different types of people, but they had that common ground of they needed to to band together to survive, right? And so if there ever was a poop hit the fan scenario, that's going to be part of it. You know, people are going to band together to survive. And if you don't know how to get along with people now, then you really need to because in that kind of a situation, you're going to have to be able to give a little bit and give and take a little bit. It's like, hey, I, you know, I understand your view here and I understand that. And so how are we going to be able to compromise in order for the community to be able to thrive and survive? So a lot to think about, a lot of good stuff here. Uh, again, that's over at BackdoorSurvival.com. Uh, and the title is Overcoming Prepper Stereotypes. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. And again, I think there's some cool pictures here and uh, you know that you can come and check out and uh, maybe walk through this a little bit uh, more slowly. There's a couple of comments here that are really good, I thought. And people, you know, even some people not completely agreeing with, uh, with Samantha and her article, but uh, a lot of people, you know, agreeing and people that have been in preparedness for a while. So I'm going to link to it in the show notes like always. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 457. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. That way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government, grid, or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.